Hello and welcome to Tech Talks with Madonna. My guest today is Megan Turner, an electrical engineering student and co-founder of RoadPitch. RoadPitch is a multi-city pitch tool bus for black pre-seed tech startups founders. The goal of RoadPitch is to help black founders secure their fast few check. And uh, what they basically do is they match up investors to start up by analyzing their previous investments, portfolios, and aligning them with the scalable startups in their preferred industry and leading technology. Hannah, how are you doing today? Hi, I am doing great. Um, you know, I'm in San Francisco and ready to get the week started. Happy to be on your show. <laughs> Thanks for inviting me. <laughs> oh, I like that. And before we even go farther, please do you mind introducing yourself? Yes. Um, so hello, everyone. My name is Megan Turner. I am a rising junior at the University of Louisville, uh, currently studying electrical engineering. Um, and right now I'm in San Francisco for an internship. Um, I'm working for a medical device company called iRhythm Technologies, um, where I'm able to do um, test automation and printed circuit board design. Um, so happy to be here. That is amazing. Wow. I remember I actually met you first during Anita B back in 2019. Wow. How time yeah. flies by. <laughs> A long time. Um, yeah, that was in Orlando. Um, and we were um, at the Google Women Tech Maker event. Um, yes. There. And they had DJs and all. Food. <laughs> and <laughs> I haven't a like tech conference like that in a while. They had like two twin sisters that were like DJs. Yes. <laughs> it was it was wild. And I actually wonder, now that you're, you're, you're a student and I'm wondering, do you think tech conferences actually do help in a way? Uh, I mean, you have to know, like, I think it depends on the person, right? Because like, yeah. I know some people uh, who I talked to that just were overwhelmed by like all the people there, especially at yeah. those bigger conferences and they like stayed in their hotel the whole time. Mm -hmm. uh, like, I think maybe working, sorry, working your way up um, to like a bigger conference and getting comfortable mm -hmm. um, is a good way to go. Um, but I, I loved um, attending the tech conferences that I went to um, because before I went into electrical engineering, yeah. I had a gap year um, and that was the year in 2019 where I was able to go to so many conferences mm -hmm. um, and I was able to meet, you know, different women in tech like you and um, it really was like, okay, I can do it. I see other people that look like me in this space um, <laughs> and took advantage of like the networking and stuff. So I, I've always loved conferences, but I know it's, um, it can be overwhelming. And so, um, but on the other side of that, um, you know, you get to be intentional about the relationships that you're creating, yeah. meeting people that look like you, that you won't see in your companies. Um, so I think they're great. <laughs> Me too. And I feel like that's a very good point because that's exactly what I've been utilizing. Because I remember when I met you, we st we've stayed connected and we've mm -hmm. always stayed connected. And you're right about the fatigue that comes with the conferences. I feel like that's the one thing that really weigh weighs me down. Like after a two day or a three day conference, I'm like, I'm beat. I just want to go home, you know, exactly. <laughs> I just go back to my family. <laughs> now, let's get back to the, to the tech part of site. I do know I think early this year we spoke and you were actually looking for people to actually join your tour buys. And yeah. that was pretty interesting to me. And I wanted to know exactly what you're doing. 
and you are now actually you added i know you did not mention this in the beginning but you did add a co-founder of road pitch into your title so i wanted to hear a little bit of that and please if you don't want to go into very big details just go into the details where you feel comfortable but please tell yeah. us more about yeah okay so i mentioned in 2019 that's the year that i wasn't in school uh, when i was going to all these tech conferences that's also the year that I had my introduction to um, what you were talking about, um, Startup Bus. Um, and so uh, at that time uh, in 2019, I was a participant um, in one of the riders. And just to kind of sum up what Startup Bus is, um, it's multiple buses around the country um, full of about 30 people. So designers, developers, project managers, um, and none of the people um, on each bus know each other. So essentially strangers. Right when they get on the bus, they have to pitch a startup idea, um, try to convince the other people on their bus to form a team. And of course, they want the strongest team. Um, and then and then they have three days from where they start on that bus. So, for example, New York um, to where they end and meet all the other buses. So sometimes it's um, Austin, Texas, sometimes it's New Orleans. They have three days to form a startup and create a working MVP. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's a lot. It's crazy. It's intense. Um, it's very rewarding um, on, on the flip side of that. Um, and so in 2019 is when I discovered it um, from a Facebook page that I'm in called Hackathon Hackers. Yeah. It's full of a lot of people that like are love hackathons. Um, and so um, that's how I discovered it. And they happen to have an Ohio bus mm -hmm. um, from Cincinnati, Ohio. Yeah. Um, so that was great. I went to New Orleans. Mm -hmm. um, this year, they asked me to lead one of the buses. And so I led a bus called Advancing Black On Startup Bus Advancing Black Entrepreneurs. Yeah. So there was like our bus, there was a um, startup bus Latinx and Tech, there was Startup Bus New York, Startup Bus San Francisco. All these buses um, met up in Austin, Texas this year. But you know, so um, when I spoke to you, uh, yeah. I was I was doing the recruiting, the fundraising, the route planning, all for my specific bus. Um, and so. It's great, you know. We were able to um, form four startups on our on our bus in particular. Wow, that's, yeah. that's amazing! Congrats. Yeah, it was. We had. I mean, it was the people. It was the amazing group of people during the recruiting. I think that's where we did a good job. We were able to find a lot of talented people, and our route was specifically in the Midwest. Mm -hmm. um, but we had some people from New York, the Bronx, like Atlanta, um, different places that joined our bus as well, um, and so. Now, going on to road pitch, um, because that idea kind of stemmed from Startup Bus. Yeah. Um, Startup Bus is great, but for an all-Black bus, um, you know, they need resources to keep going yeah. and not having it be just a competition that starts and ends um, at the very end. And so um, myself and another guy that I was organizing um, our particular bus with, um, Rohan, decided we were going to be a part of the change of like, okay, trying to get Black founders additional resources, which looks like capital. Mm -hmm. um, so, um, so that's, the, that's, those are the origins of road pitch. And so it's not like a hackathon style where, you know, you've got strangers trying to build a, a working project in a few days. Um, mm -hmm. We're working with existing um, black startup, black tech startups yeah. in their early pre-seed stages. Um, and the goal is to organize um, 15, we're, we're gonna be organizing 15 different pitch demos in five days um, mm -hmm. and connecting them to angel investors. So 
that's what we're working on next year. <laughs> that is amazing. I mean, look at what you're doing at your age. That is amazing. And if anybody is listening out there, please go follow Megan Turner because I feel like that is you're setting yourself up for success because that's amazing. Thank you. And I think, um, you know, I always like to tell people because, you know, I'm going down, I'm studying electrical engineering. And yeah. I've the year that I wasn't in school, like I was really able to, I had the time um, to get introduced to these different spaces yeah. and it's influenced, um, yeah, just kind of where I am now and the direction that I want to go into, which I still am trying to figure out exactly what that looks like. Okay. Um, but, but I feel just really blessed to be able to, um, to really just explore and, um, and, you know, move in the direction that gets me the most excited, excited, um, and, you know, makes me feel like that I'm full of purpose in a certain way. So, yeah. <laughs> wow. I mean, I think, don't ever doubt that. I feel like you're already full of purpose. <laughs> That's super amazing. Thank you. And, and I, my school is also really supportive to University yeah. of Louisville because we, um, we started in Cincinnati, Ohio, our bus on the way to Austin um, for the startup bus. And our second um, stop was in Louisville. Um, and, you know, my school is really supportive of the stop. The Louisville community in general um, was super supportive. Um, and we had a lot of people in the startup space to show us a lot of love. Um, so I think, you know, working, being, working um, and studying engineering and then this new like startup ecosystem and um, like that I'm kind of starting to be a part of have collided in different ways. Yeah. Um, which is cool. They're not, you know, mutually exclusive. Um, they work together. So that's mm -hmm. nice. As well. That is great to hear. And I'm very proud of you. I mean, I feel like today I'm just going to be saying you're amazing. I'm proud of you. <laughs> the entire <laughs> I appreciate you. <laughs> cool. And I think that made me actually wonder what you mentioned your school. I want to know what are some of the tech roles that are in electrical engineering? Yeah, mm -hmm. um, it's interesting because right now, um, you know, I'm working for this medical device company and the specific department is electrical engineering test intern. Um, oh, so okay. this is um, full of test interns and basically um, that's that's one of the roles of an EE engineer is to validate um, different components on a board um, and to to build up the test systems for existing like printed circuit boards. Mm -hmm. um, there's various kind of roles of what that might look like. Um, and so that's one. Um, also system engineers um, is another role and that's kind of a cool combination of yeah. um, working with software and hardware yes. um, and making sure the flow of everything works. And I actually didn't know too much about that role but um, I'm working with system engineers now where I am Mm -hmm. Then at a previous internship, I worked with system engineers, and they kind of have the full picture, um, and um, and work with firmware and EEs to kind of make sure everything um, fits in. They they have a lot of work to do. <laughs> wow, yeah. Um, mm -hmm. Sorry, go on. Yeah. No, there's um, there's I mean, you see EEs go into um, some some EEs are, are managers, so they're like the project managers on their team, yeah. and they're helping with. Um, distribute the resources in, a, in a, an effective way for the company um, and also providing that EE knowledge for the team. So yeah. we've got like, we've got a, um, a project manager here mm -hmm. and he's um, full of information. I don't directly report to him, yeah. um, but I've, I have one-on-ones with him to pick his brain about um, 
like Bluetooth and antennas. And, um, and he's, <laughs> he's really, he's not specifically working on a project, but he also is also kind of working on all projects at, at the same time. Um, uh, because because he's, he's kind of leading and managing and making sure everybody has what they need. Um, so, and, and, then, and then you see some ease go the software route or yeah. go firmware, um, work in firmware. Yeah. And so um, with firmware, they're still dealing with microcontrollers, mm-hmm. um, but they, you know, they probably enjoy the, um, the coding aspect as well. So there's a lot of different things that there's a lot of different paths for EEs. Wow. Um, yeah. That's, I mean, that's super amazing. Now that you're mentioning it that way, I can see how actually EEs can also like, and I feel like that's why many roles where software engineering is open, any kind of person can actually join because it's more about learning just the language and then seeing if you can apply that. Uh-huh. But kudos, I, I mean, I don't know much about electrical engineering, but I can tell it's pretty cool. I did, I remember some time back in the days when I used to play around with C, I used to watch uh-huh. some videos on circuit, <laughs> but I found it very complicated. <laughs> Oh, shout out to YouTube and all the education that we find online. That's yeah. literally what I used, um, still use, and definitely, um, you know, mm-hmm. when I first got into electrical engineering, I just tried to first connect myself to all the men, like the people, like mentors that were already in the space yeah. um, it, that can kind of guide me, and then also just the internet. There's a lot on the internet. Um, mm-hmm can help you with that too but I mean honestly there's there's a good amount of overlaps and like logic um on the software and on the hardware side so um so that's kind of (laughs) cool that is that is cool and I feel so inspired and I feel like you've given so much content in terms of what an actually EE can do in tech and how Mm -hmm. they actually match together and in that I also want to ask you another question that that is how did you discover you were passionate about electrical engineering? Is it something that you wanted to do when you were little? How did your passion come to be? Because I always like to hear the story. <laughs> yeah, my story is, is I love to tell it because it's not a linear path. It hasn't been a yeah. linear path for me. Um, when I was little, I was I love to sing. I love fashion. Um, and I love um, to watch Disney. Um, and I think uh, on Disney and just different kids shows you know they've got like the sci-fi sort of shows mm-hmm. um and not even just disney but like spy kids all that stuff where they like are using a cool technology i think it was always in the back of my brain but i wasn't thinking engineering um and definitely not electrical at a young age i just knew the, the different films and movies that i thought were cool um my mom worked in corporate america and so actually when i first went to school i was a business student so i studied international business and finance actually um yeah um wasn't a lot it was what i had seen um and i wanted to be financially literate but it wasn't something that truly excited me um where i was able to work with my hands um and problem solve the way that the way that i wanted to so i ended up in that time like dropping out of school living with my grandpa um my grandpa um studied aeronautical engineering and so I was the first family member that I knew that was in engineering. And so as I kind of had that time out and had to go back to the drawing board to figure out what direction I wanted to go in, um, you know, I bounced ideas off him. He's like one of my greatest mentors um, and blessings at the time. Um, And then just look back like, okay, what excited me when I was younger? Um, And, you know, 
as I was thinking about the different films and influences from my childhood, um, I also got to um, just just was speaking to people um, about things um, and interest and how I thought my brain worked. Um, and ultimately that led me in the engineering way and then specifically electrical um, because I've always, I've always been interested in um, I didn't know it was going to be specifically the hardware, but electrical, um, you actually take um, computer science, a good amount of computer science classes as well, oh. um, and as well as the hardware. And so it was kind of an awesome way to dive into both of those realms. Yeah. Um, gives me, um, goes through all the sciences, all the maths. Yeah. Uh, so, so it gives me that um, core um, like uh, foundation in, in the science and math. Um, and then takes it to the next level on, on in, in ways that I can actually apply it. Um, and so that's really what led me to electrical is really just wow. trying to figure out more about how I learn and what I'm interested in and what I've always been kind of inspired by my influences when I was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, and, then, and then talking um, to as many people as possible um, who connected me to other people. And then we kind of were able to draw figure out this whole, um, I guess, next trajectory for me at that time. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I think so far I've spoken to many people and I would say that that's a very good thing that you mentioned where people sometimes help shapers. Because I remember Mm -hmm. in episode two, I had a lady that told me how a friend like pushed her to apply for this job. And it really does make sense. I mean, we all have people that we look up to or role models that really help shape us I like that I really like yeah. that yeah <laughs> <laughs> I mean because first you know before you go into a new space you you likely don't know anybody in that space yeah. so you have to you know go to who you know so friends and family mm-hmm. um and you know they they probably don't have the specific details but they might know somebody that knows somebody yeah. that you can talk to to talk about and so that's kind of what happened with me I was talking to my dad he's yeah. like hmm this sounds like this friend of mine who like geeks out on electrical engineering and robotics and so I talked to him oh, and then um yeah. and so then that guy I remember his name is Curtis mm-hmm. um like he got so excited about what we was ta- what we were talking about. He was like, "This sounds like electrical," and like I was like, "This," I was like, "Okay," and like he was talking about the foundations of like the coursework and like how that aligned with what I was telling him that I was interested in as far as like the processes and how I thought my brain worked, and yeah. so it kind of works together. And I, I really, um, I really believe in like speaking things into existence, um, and that's kind of what I did. So. Yeah, I mean, I, I didn't know what it looked like, but mm-hmm. um, but I knew the direction that I was kind of going in. So, yeah. Wow. So, wow. That's that's amazing. So, I do have another question, and I feel like I just came up with this question out of the blue, okay. and I'm wondering. Now that you mentioned that, I'm wondering. So, if you ever like your dream job, right? What oh. is your ideal dream job? So, so <laughs> I'm still, I'm still. <laughs> putting that together, right? Yeah. I'm moving in that direction, kind of like when I wasn't in school and I was moving in a certain direction. Mm-hmm. But I, I know that um, I, I want to, um, I don't know, I kind of want to piece together things, yeah. all the things that make me excited. Um, mm-hmm. And so like, those are the things that I've, I've changed in a lot of ways from yeah. when I was younger, but I'm, to my core, I'm very much the same person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like, I love singing, I love fashion. I'm excited about the cool ways that people can interact with 
with technology. And so yeah. um, I don't know exactly what it looks like, but I'm interested in kind of um, piecing together all the things that get me excited and turning it into a lifestyle. Um, and so right now I'm in a phase of, you know, these internships, you know, it's required for school, but mm-hmm. I also love them because it's more hands-on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm, I'm focused on um, the training part. And, um, you know, it's, I love this hands-on. I have all these people that I can talk to. I'm mm-hmm. really trying to understand, you know, how to like, I'm working on printed circuit board design right now. Um, and so I'm learning about um, every internship or job opportunity or project. You know, I'm learning new things about um, like printed circuit board design and like testing and different components. And it's all, they're all skill sets that I know I need. Um, and I want to, you know, if I possibly apply for somewhere else, I have the skill set to like create a device that can do certain things. Yeah. Um, and, so, and then, you know, actually yesterday I went to a fashion show. Um, yesterday I love this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so last week it was San Francisco Fashion Week, mm-hmm. and um, and like I always like kind of meet people accidentally, but it works out. And so I met this this um, this guy that is from Louisville, or mm-hmm. he spent time in Louisville. Now he's in San Francisco, and he has his fashion line. And you know, I talk, I'm always trying to talk about the things that get me excited. Yeah. So like I said, like art, singing, fashion, tech, and yeah. so you know, um, he told me about the fashion show, and it was cool and. Um, and there were people who use different technology in their pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, and so anyways, um, you asked me about what my dream job is. And yeah. I don't know exactly what it is, but yeah. I know that I'm doing everything like in my power right now to like to live in the spaces that get me excited. And eventually they'll merge and I'll have a clear idea of what that looks like. But yes. that's where I am right now. I love that answer because it's it's like you mentioned, it's always never linear. It's something that always keeps changing. Like today you might want to be a software engineer and then tomorrow you're like, maybe I, I need to try a product manager. Maybe I need to try something different. Maybe even singing, because yeah. singing is not bad too. I didn't know you could I, sing. I love a good pivot. I, I love our pivot. I love when people can pivot. Um, and, you know, people have kind of had to pivot a little bit with like yeah. you know, job loss or, you know, mm-hmm. trying to work through a difficult time, like the pandemic or something. But, um, but I, you know, I, I think even now people will say, um, you know, you're young and you can explore. Um, and I think at any age, um, I, I never want to be able to not explore cool different spaces that excite me. And I don't think it's um, something specifically for young people. Um, and so it's like, there's some uncertainty exactly of what that dream job looks like, but, mm-hmm. um, but I'm excited about it. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Thank you so much, Megan. I do have another question for you. And I'm wondering, I want us to go a little bit back on the road pitch. I know you didn't want to talk so much about it, but I was wondering if anybody is listening today and they have a similar, they want to find out more on how they can work with you or get in touch with you. Is there a way they can reach out to you? Yes. Um, so we have a website. Um, we're growing our social media right now. The people that would probably be interested in Road Pitch, which is, I mean, honestly, so, you know, we're connecting founders, so black tech startups, and they're like pre-seed stages with angel investors. Um, and then specifically, we're starting in the Northeast. So, mm-hmm. We're starting in Boston, we're going to New York, we're going to Philadelphia, Baltimore, and then we're ending in DC um, at the top of November, the first week. 
Um, and so um, likely, you know, the people that would be interested in connecting are investors or they know some black tech startups that might be interested in joining this first co cohort um, or they're just interested in the startup ecosystem. Um, and so, yeah, I'm always I'm always welcome to um, to chat with people. And um, and so we've got a website. Excuse me. Um, we've got um, most of our social media handles is the best way to go about reaching us. Um, which is just um, Road Pitch is the name of what we're, um, what we're working on. So we're on most platforms, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, um, <laughs> or of course, um, people can email me if they want to as well. Um, MEAturner22 at gmail.com. But it's it's really exciting work and, um, and we're really planning on engaging all of the startup ecosystems in all of those yeah. cities that I mentioned. So mm -hmm. uh, yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. I mean, I do really love that idea. And I love the fact that you took it upon yourself to even do that at your age, which is super cool. And I mean, it looks like to me, that's also like a dream job. Not bad. Yeah. Uh, this startup, so this is the thing, like, you know, it, it's a really exciting um, space to be in. Um, I love being around people that, um, that are working on a cool idea and it means yeah. the most to them when they're trying to push it forward. Um, yeah. You've got um, I don't know, it's just, it, it's scary being a founder for sure. Yes. And it's uncomfortable, um, but it's very rewarding. And so, um, you know, eventually I think, you know, it's likely that I'll be doing my own thing in, in various different ways outside of road pitch. Um, and, but I, right now, um, like I said, like I've shown so much love from like the Louisville ecosystem, um, you know, Cincinnati, we had some, um, I was able to connect with like some black tech founders in Cincinnati, which is where I'm from, mm -hmm. uh, in Chicago. So like quite a few places and um, there's nothing like the support that the startup um, founders get in various ecosystems. It all looks different depending on like what city you're in. Um, but but I know it's it's an exciting space and um, yeah, I, I, I've loved my time. Just, it hasn't been a long time, like um, kind of, um, being engaged with different startup ecosystems, but um, it's rewarding. I can see myself in this space for a while. So, yeah. That's amazing. Thank you so much, Megan, for joining us today. I am very proud to be talking to you. It's such an honor. Please listen to the podcast on all major podcasts and watch it on YouTube. Thank you so much. <laughs> Good night, guys.